Good day folks, Jimmy here welcoming you to episode 2 of our new season. Now over the last few weeks I have been desperately trying to improve my sound game and I want to give a massive shout out to Trevor over at Dungeons Deep RPGs for giving me a bit of a crash course a couple of weeks ago. I'm still not 100% happy so apologies for any glitches you might pick up. That said, this episode is not going to destroy your ears and is completely adequate if not quite hitting my own high standards. Be sure to stay tuned to the end of the show to listen to a promo from one of my favourite podcasts, Shelley Has Opinions. As you might have guessed, each week the Chatfield sisters pick a subject and have their sister Shelley give opinions on it. Simple. Topics vary from mayonnaise, bake sales, karate, wind chimes, you get the idea. Honestly, it's wholesome content like this that I live for. And Chatfields, if you ever want a brother, I'll have the papers drawn up. Anyway, enough gushing from me. Let's get on with the show. folks and welcome to episode two season two of brits on bikes my name is jimmy sprinkles and with me this evening is sean hello and eve uh hi hi sean i'm just going to start with you quickly how did you find your first foray as alex last week well so i i'd, I'd say get, getting into um character initially when you when you first start with a character they're like a new doctor from doctor who mm-hmm at first, they're strange. You're not quite sure if you're going to like them, but after a little while, you're going to get into it and understand that you you, you love them by the time you're done. Yeah, um, and, th- and then they're held up by really lousy writing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wait, no, hang on. No, that, that that's a, that's disparaging of you. No, you're great. You're better than Moffat. <laughs> Jimmy Sprinkles, TM, better than Moffat. Oh, right, <laughs> okay. Not too much to recap tonight. Um, I'm just going to go through it really, really quickly. Um, and then I My think girlfriend's we'll go... gone. That's the first thing. Your girlfriend's gone? Oh, oh, yeah. oh sorry. I thought, I thought you were talking about Lisa. No. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no. My girlfriend in the game is gone. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, Sean. Why don't you do the recap for all of us? Oh, snap. Okay. Right. I'm going to do it in my traditional style. Marshaven, a town, a place where people live. There, a boy who has come from London goes to live, and now he is there in the town. He goes almost on a date with a girl at a park, but then, unfortunately, uh, there is an attack by some sort of monster. And he's there, and so is D. and D pulls out a bat, and now... Alex is confused and he's like, what the hell is going on? Find out what happens now in this. Well done, Sean. That was beautiful. Please put some epic music behind that. (laughs) Some royalty-free epic music. Done. (laughs) Thank you, Kevin. That's just going to be the running gag for this season, isn't it? I think so. (laughs) All right. We're in Microsoft Park. D has just burst into the, the, the playhouse in the playground and you have found nobody there. There is a small pile of acorns on the floor and three large gouges going down the side of one of the interior walls. All right. So has D handed Alex the slingshot? I don't know, have you? Uh, I, Only I, you just, can I can't that. remember if I did or if I intended to. No, because so. I, I think I was just like, I was following you and being deeply perplexed. And then we got there and I was looking and just, just completely. All right. Confused. So yeah, uh, D, D pulls out a slingshot from their tool belt and like a handful of ball bearings. Oh, wait, cover me. I want to do a bit of investigating. Um. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. What did you? What did you mean? Black magic? That was the, you. You were on about black magic. What, what, what do you mean? We get monsters, man. 
Don't worry. What are you monsters? You get monsters. There's monsters. Such thing as monsters. All right. Just look. I'll I'll fill you, I'll fill you. Okay. This is an what? act of crime scene. Okay. So I need you to I need you to calm down while I do some investigating. Okay. Just uh, watch the- out. Make sure no monsters eat me. I need to call the police. Uh, yeah, the cops here. Uh huh. Just like they helped out with the murder cloud. Okay. The yeah, what? sure. The what? Murder cloud? What? Oh yeah, it turned the people inside out. Don't worry about it. It's gone. It's taken care. Of. Um. Yeah, uh, these gonna go into the into the clubhouse and like look at look at this pile of acorns. Alex is gonna just like slowly but surely be confused and like. The bull bearings are dropping one by one out of his hand. Hey, don't lose those. Those took me ages to find. Okay, D, can you make a brains roll, please? Please get over a four. I want to use my big new brain. I got a four. It doesn't explode now. <laughs> okay, a four will do it. You look at this just a small pile of acorns. There's just like three or four of them there. What strikes you, though, is that you glance back and you realise that although there's a, a few trees dotted around Microsoft Park, there aren't actually any oaks. Okay, yeah, that was literally going to be my next question. Is how common is this tree type? I mean, it's a very common tree in this country, but okay. it's there's there's none in, in Microsoft Park. Yeah, so it's pretty clear that somebody picked these up and brought them here. Yeah, Dave's going to pocket those. Okay. And then check out this this claw mark. It is like you say, it, it, it looks like a claw mark. It's three long gouges down the side of, uh, of one of the interior walls. You would say that it's probably maybe quarter inch thick. What, what kind of spacing are we talking about? Okay, so between the claw marks, there's maybe about half an inch between them. Okay, so it's about the size of a human hand. Yeah, I mean, if you were to place your hand on it, you could you could easily, like, kind of okay. trace the tracks. Okay, all right. So, and how high up are they? You would say that they're level with you. Okay, all right. So, we got a humanoid with claws hands, about my size, roughly, give or take, and... Apparently he likes acorns enough to carry them around. Don't give us much to work with. Just kidnaps people. I hate kidnappers. I was kidnapped once. It was it's terrible. Can Aww. you explain to me what the hell is going on? I don't know quite yet. It's definitely some sort of monster. Hopefully wizards aren't involved. They've been involved with every other monster so far, though. So don't rule it out. Can I roll... What would it be? Would it be brains or or grit to check that check whether or not D is being legit? That would be grit, I think. Okay, because I'm like I'm like this. This is insane. This doesn't make any sense. This is ridiculous. This is a two. <laughs> Take an adversity token. You're suffering from an information overload. D is saying words to you that. Like, you know what they mean, but in this context, it, it just makes no sense whatsoever. Nope. Absolutely. This is weird. I don't get it. I don't like it. I'm freaking out a little bit. Okay. All right. But cool. Give me that slingshot. I no. It's my slingshot. I, I, I don't feel safe without it. Let me have it, please. Do you not have any other weapons with you? Why would I have weapons with me? For the monsters and the wizards. I'm sorry. I was not aware that there were monsters and wizards in this backwater little town. Yeah, no, there's just, there's loads of them, okay? A lot of people died. Why are you so chill about this? Because I killed the monsters. (laughs) Or, like, banished them or whatever, Look, it's a whole thing. I'm still sorting it out. And honestly, I'm not super chill about it. But, like, I'm trying to keep my cool here. So, you know. It's pretty much steam coming out of my ears at this point. 
<laughs> I'm really confused. I'm so confused. None of this is making any sense to me. Uh, what around what time is it? Just gone six o'clock. Okay. Um. Yeah, I don't really see anything else. Definitely grabbed her and went into the clubhouse. Can I see if I can notice anything inside the clubhouse? Or am I, in my ridiculous state, unable to see anything? I mean, you saw D pick up the acorns, and acorns, you can yeah. quite clearly see the, the, the gouge marks in the wall. There's nothing, like, trapped in the gouge marks, like hair or other such stuff? Not that you can see, no. Okay. That's fine. I'm not a forensic scientist. I'm a 14-year-old child having a panic attack. The, the second this kid turned around, Dean just like pulled out their notebook and just started taking notes on everything, and, like doodling the crime scene. It's not very good. Acorns. What do they mean? <laughs> <laughs> Claw marks. Why? Note to self, get magnifying glass. There we go. Okay, um, well... Hmm. Well, well, what? What What are we going to do? What? I don't know yet. I don't know what we're fighting or where it lives. Apparently it lives in this clubhouse, but it ain't home. A girl has gone missing. Yeah, that's a big freaking problem. Are we not going to tell anyone? That man, we can tell someone. I don't know who you're going to tell. I'm going to go tell the police. Okay, well, I'm going to tell me because I'm the one that solves these problems. That's crazy. You're crazy. I'm not crazy. You're crazy. Are you talking about wizards and things? Yeah, because it was a wizard. That was not... This is clearly an animal of some kind. Well, yeah, no, this wasn't a wizard, but it might be caused by wizards. In my experience, wizards cause monsters. We need to to deal with this now. She could get... Eaten, hurt, killed. Okay, well, do you have a path for me to go on? Because right now my only path is to go and look in a book and see if I can't figure out what's doing it. Okay. I mean, like, I mean, that's that's how we uh, solve the mystery of the uh, the fish guy. Fish guy? Well, I mean, it was, it was more of like a weird fish dragon thing. I don't fish know. Fish dragon? Yeah. It's pretty cool. It, it lives in the fountain. What? 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 <laughs> this is so strange. Alex is just beyond <laughs> confused. I think Alex is going to walk off and try and go and tell, like... Hey, my slingshot! Yeah, um, I just throw the slingshot backwards and just run off down the road towards wherever the nearest, like, adult people would be where would the nearest adult people be okay so microsoft park there are a few houses surrounding it so you could go and knock on a door if you wanted oh god no i'm too anxious to do that i need to go and find like an actual like member of the like local law enforcement or something okay well i would say that the local police station is about a 20 minute run oh geez okay well, I imagine at this point I'm still like high on adrenaline, right? Did you bring your bike with you to the park? Oh god, I did. did yes. go home. Yes, I did. I brought my bike. Yeah, I'm getting on that blooming bike. <laughs> I, I I run out of the park. Yeah, I run do, halfway do down the shout, road. Are you going to leave your bike? <laughs> <laughs> Turn back around. <laughs> I walk very slowly and embarrassedly towards my bike. I unhook the bike. Yeah, he's just spending this entire time staring at Alex like he's a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I look at D. I then look down the road and I start off towards the police station. Okay, so you cycle off. D, what are you doing? I, I think D is going to be spending a few more minutes, like just searching around the area, seeing if they can't see anything. I don't think so but yeah i'll leave you there for just a second then yeah so alex you cycle off i'm pedaling like the best of them <laughs> you make it to the police station in about 10 minutes 
you throw your bike down and you head up the steps to the police station. It's a very traditional English constabulary. It's still fairly early, so there is a desk sergeant at his desk. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> as you as you open the door, he looks up. Uh, uh, hi. Um, hey. Uh, I need to report a crime. I think. Yes, son. And um, what crime would you like to report? I, I was I was over at um, Microsoft Park. I think it's Microsoft Park. And there was a girl there and something took her. I don't know what it was. I think it might have been like an animal. I see. And he makes a note. Girl missing, taken by animal. All right. Um, well, we're going to need a bit more information than that, Sonny. What's the name of this girl? Dun, dun, dun. This is what happens when I don't ask names of people I'm going to go on a date with. Ah, <laughs> oh, if I had a pound for every time this has happened, <laughs> I would have five pounds. Ah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I, I I don't know her name. She she had she had blonde hair. I th- I think she had green eyes. Um, and she 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 goes to the school down the road that I go to, um, uh, Kingsford. I see. And uh, what time do you think she was taken? Do I know the time? Do I have the time? I didn't know the time when I was a thirteen year old. Well, you knew you were going to meet her at six o'clock. I did, and then I forgot because it's been a week. <laughs> so I would say. About six o'clock, half, like quarter to six, quarter past six, I think. Radio, Sonny Jim. So um, just just bear with me for a moment. He looks at you. Um, I'm going to make a quick grit roll. Ooh. And actually, can you make a grit roll as well? Oh, gosh darn it. Well, that's yeah. another adversity token, ain't it? Can yes, I spend an adversity token? Can I spend one? It's probably not going to give do you much help. Oh, gosh darn it. Well, there we go. That's me up to... <laughs> you're in right. a complete flap. Um, and you're, <laughs> Yeah, I am. And you, you're you trying to recall more of the of the incident. And by the time mm-hmm. you look up, you you see the door closing and the police uh, policeman has, has walked off. <laughs> what a jerk. Okay. What the hell? Uh, I'm almost tempted to just have tea right behind her and go... <laughs> told you <laughs> this would make sense i feel like that's a good scene ender <laughs> d yeah you've been looking around in the park mm-hmm. your investigations have yielded nothing else unusual what would you like to do well trying to keep up appearances for the time being so it's probably best for me to be heading home okay Okay, so you... Yeah, by the time I get anywhere else or, like, do any of that stuff, it's going to be time for me to leave anyways. So, yeah, I, I gather up nettles. I'm like, all right, well, unless you smell something. It just kind of, like, yeah, looks down at them expectantly. Nettles looks back at you and just rubs up against your leg. Oh. All right, come on, let's go. <laughs> so, yep, you make your way over to Honeywell Gardens and to the house. You get in and Uncle Tommy is in the living room, uh, which we haven't used in his house yet. But, yeah, he's just sat in his favourite chair watching Crossroads on television. Uh, I think he's still feeling kind of awkward initiating conversation. Like, they get that that was like a different timeline type thing and he was getting brainwashed but still i mean they did give them a really sweet bike good evening d uh did you have a good day at school oh yeah uh, i mean yeah it's all right uh been asking around about some kid that's gone missing so somebody's gone missing yeah, no, uh, apparently Ellis didn't show up at home yesterday. A little bit worrying. I might look into it. Solve that mystery. Put that one under the belt. Well, it's it's um very commendable of you to to be taking a an active role in the community, D. Hey, yeah, I've never done that before. Do be careful, you know. Oh, yeah, um, no, of course. I, look at me. 
I'm like the peak of carefulness. Well, yes, and after you uncovered that missing stone, I suppose you've got quite the head for uh, mysteries. So that is a thing that actually happened. Okay. <laughs> That's your reset point. Okay. You have managed to trace everything back to the disappearance of the marsh stone. All the events after that never seem to have happened. Okay. Noted. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like, you know, I like, uh, making myself useful. All I'm going to ask you is to be careful, and if you, if you find yourself getting into trouble or into a danger of any kind, then you should come and speak to me or the proper authorities. Yeah, of course, I, I love me some authority, you know me so well. Really? Yeah. I've been learning uh, lots of things from over here about proper respect for the adult figures in my life. Jolly good, Dee. Jolly good. Um, just make sure you keep up that frame of mind, and I'm sure you'll do. You'll do very well here. Now, um, I'm sure you've got homework to do, so why don't you tootle off and, and and get it done? You don't want to be distracted by the television. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh. Got a load of books to read. Ah, uh, catch you later. Finger guns. <laughs> and you head off upstairs. All right, so the desk sergeant disappeared. Alex, what do, what do you do? Um, I guess I wait around for a little bit, but I'm kind of a bit disappointed. You wait around for a little bit, and just a couple of minutes later, a man appears. He's not wearing a uniform. He's not wearing anything. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's in a pair of trousers and a shirt and tie. Oh, thank God. And he wears a, a slightly battered raincoat. As he walks out of the door, he's pulling on a cigarette. He looks at the desk sergeant who's followed him, and he says, Is this a kid? The desk sergeant nods and looks over at you and he says, Sorry, Sonny Jim, I didn't quite catch your name. Can I roll grit to see what's going on here? Yeah, go on then. Okay. I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable right now because everyone's a wizard, apparently. It's a three. I'm doing really badly. Oh, my gosh. If I saw somebody wearing a raincoat inside of a police station, yeah, my first thought is... This guy's obviously a private investigator or a pervert. <laughs> mm, yeah, and it's not even raining outside last time I checked. Yeah, so and he's inside and he came from his own office. Um, I, I'm going to spend an adversity token because of the raincoat thing. Oh my God, no, this is okay. not cool. What are you bumping it up mm -mm. to? Just the one? How many do I need to get to make it actually worth anything? I, I, you can take it to a four. I'll take it to a four. Just make sure you keep track of your adversity tokens. Um, how many did I have at the beginning? You had five altogether. Yes, okay. So I've got my maths right. I've got six at the minute. You realise, as the death sergeant asks you for your name, the man stood with him appears to have a little bit more authority than the desk sergeant. Okay. So it could still be a pervert or a detective. Might be both. Look, Sonny, I'm not going to ask you again. What's your name? Oh, I don't want to give him my name. Or maybe I do. I mean, at this point, I'm probably still panicked. So maybe I probably would. Uh, I'm Alex. Alex Hinckley. The man next to the desk sergeant nods and the desk sergeant makes a note of it. He nods back to the man and then looks at you. And oh, he's, he's going to do something bad with that raincoat. And I'm he says, scared. well, Alex, let me introduce you to Inspector Hawtrey. Hi. This isn't the first report that we've heard of young people going missing. So we'd, we'd like to ask you just a few more questions, if you don't mind. The inspector leans forward. All right, sunshine, listen up. I need to know and I need to know right now. Are you are you playing me for a fool? This isn't some kind of prank, is it? No. No. I mean, I wouldn't have ridden all the way here from Microsoft Park if it was a prank. All right, then. Well, come on, follow me. And he gestures to the door that he's just come out of. Well, I'm going to die. <laughs> I follow him through. 
as you follow him through, he looks over to the desk sergeant. Can you please put a call out? Have a car go over to Microsoft Park. Uh, the man nods and he closes the door as you walk through. That's good, I guess. At least he's doing some stuff. He takes you into an office. It's pretty messy. There's paperwork everywhere. There's files stacked up. Does it smell of cigarettes? It smells of cigarettes. You can Cross see like an does. ashtray just full, overflowing. He glances at one of the chairs and he says, Okay, sunshine, sit down. Okay, sure. I take a seat. You say that a young girl's gone missing and you don't know who she is. Is that correct? Nope. Uh, so so I think she goes to Kingsford Comprehensive. She, she, we were supposed to be meeting after school. Okay. And what re- um, for what reason were you meeting? I, I don't like, so I'm, so I'm kind of new here. And uh, she came up to me and she said uh, that she wanted to hang out like with her and her friends. Like when I, when I got there, I was about to go over to her and then I heard a scream. And by the time I got there, she, she'd gone. Right. You heard a scream. Okay. So what about her other friends? Where were they? I, I didn't see any of them. Interesting. All right. So I've got to ask, do your parents know where you are? Yes. Okay. And can I take their names, please? Oh, God. Uh, let's get my character sheet up. Uh, it's, uh, um, it's Gloria, I think. And my dad's name's David. Gloria and David. Hinkley, yeah, you say? I, I, yeah. Yeah, that they just we've just moved down. That I think they're they're working in banking. I think. I see. Very well. If that's all you've got to tell us, then there's there's not much more that you can do. So listen, I'm going to ask you to hop off, sunshine. Now, are you sure there isn't anything else you need to tell us? There was, there was like a, there was some, like claw marks. Claw marks. Yeah. Like. I mean, if if you if you go if you send if you send your men over there, you'll see them in, inside the uh, inside the like playground equipment. Now I've got to ask: Did you go into the playhouse? I didn't. No, you didn't. So nobody's no. been in there. Oh, you, you, you are a, you're a, you're a, you're a cruel man, Jimmy. Oh, what would Alex do? What would oh. Alex do? <laughs> At this point, oh God, what would I do? This is a difficult, difficult one. I'm going to be a bad person here, aren't I? I'm going to really upset Dee. Because <laughs> Alex is still very much a normal, like, kid. Okay, fine. Here we go. Um, I, w- I, was, with, I was with someone else. Oh, I see. And where's that other person? I think they're still at the park. Uh, I, I I left them because they were they were just being weird, and I I just no <laughs> weird. How do you mean weird? They were just yelling and 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 talking about like magic and stuff, and I just didn't really quite get it. The inspector cocks his head slightly and says, <laughs> "I see." And does this person have a name? Did I did I even ask? D their name. You probably are aware of D's name. Yeah, you would. His, yeah, D is the only you... American and they're weird. That's true. Can I roll to, to just sort of like pretend I don't know because I don't want to get him in trouble? I'm not a grass. <laughs> but what would I roll if I want to sort of like say that I don't know? Uh, you're going to have to roll charm, I think. Oh, I can do that one. Oh, I can do that one. That's a D10, that one is. Here we go. That's a seven. So tell me, what do you want to do? Do you want to give a fake name or do you want to just say no name at all? Um, I, 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 I didn't know their name. Like I was, I was hanging out at the park. I saw them. They were doing some weird stuff. Uh, Stop saying like, that. I was doing weird stuff. <laughs> they were just walking around the park. They were walking around the park and... Just being a bit odd, and I went over to ask them what they were doing, and then that was when the screaming happened. I see. So then we ran over, and then they went inside, they had a look around, and then I left, because I thought it would make sense to come and tell you guys about what's happened. A very sensible idea, young man. 
I'm a sensible boy. Is there anything you can tell us about this other person you were with? Because they might be able to corroborate what you say. It's important that we get a good grasp of, of exactly what happened. And if there are other witnesses, then it's essential that we we have an opportunity to talk to them. They might have seen something that you missed. I honestly don't remember. Uh, I, they, they, I, I remember they... The only thing I can remember is they had a dog. That's all I can remember. A dog. Like I was in, I was in a bit of a shock. Do you know what type of dog it was? One with four legs. <laughs> was it a big dog, a small dog? Was it a big dog or a small dog? I guess it's, it's, it's a corgi. Yeah, it's, like a, it's a corgi. So that's that's that's. It's a pretty small dog. Small, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, small. They are small. And I'm a very, I'm a tall man, so most dogs are small to me. It was quite small, I think. I'm sorry. I just it's, I, I am coming down off of an adrenaline high right now. I'm a little bit traumatized by everything that's happening. I see. Well, we'll look into this further. See if we can figure out who it might be. Okay. The, the best thing for you to do at the moment, Sunshine, is to head on home, get yourself some rest, yeah. and if we need to talk to you, we'll come and find you. Just make sure you leave your address with the desk sergeant on your way out. Sure thing. That's fine. I'll do that. He gestures to the door and as you're beginning to walk out he picks up the phone and the door closes and you're back in the reception i guess i write down my address with the guy and i walk out the door singing this is gonna come back to haunt haunt." (laughs) are you heading straight home alex absolutely i think i might not to be the criminal that goes back to the scene of the crime, but if I swing by like King's Way, mm-hmm. I could probably get a glimpse of Microsoft Park before I go back home, back up to back up to like Seaview Terrace. Okay, yeah, you can do that. So, um, I mean, it's probably it's probably it's getting a, a bit late. It's, it? it's around quarter to eight, so it's not like massively late. Dusk. Awful spooky out. It's a little bit spooky. It's it's that kind of just pre-witching hour kind of feel. <laughs> oh, I am I am setting myself up to get murdered this evening. Uh, yeah, well, uh, welcome to the show. Oh, <laughs> this is all sorts of creepy. All right, so you're swinging uh, past Kingsway, are you? Yeah, so I, I I swing down by Kingsway, then I get to get to the junction. Um, of Franklin Avenue and Kingsway, mm-hmm. and I stop there for a short period of time, and I I ponder, take a moment to myself because I'm like, do I really want to go back to the scary place? And I go, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm just gonna go check because I'm still not entirely sure that the la- the last couple of hours actually happened. Okay. Because I'm still a little bit confused because I've got like these ramblings going on through my head like they're echoing through my head like wizards and black magic and stuff and i'm just sort of very confused uh, and i get to the edge of the park and i just sort of like look across the park towards where the crime manal happened all right so as you get there you see something terrifying you see... Don't, i'm gonna see a ghost i'm gonna see a ghost <laughs> you see a police car parked oh. just along king's way Equally terrifying. And you can see there's a couple of policemen lurking around the park area. There is some police tape up surrounding the little playhouse, but you can't see much else other than that. Okay, so I'm not going crazy. All right, cool. I turn the bike around and I drive it home. You get home, your parents aren't back yet. Again? Well, I mean, like, they've been out ages. Yeah, well, they, they quite often work late, don't they? Yeah, they do, but geez, it's getting silly. Banking. What about your bankers? So what's your plan for the rest of the evening? See, if if this were a movie and we desperately needed to condense it down, this would be the part where they go into the room and D is up there with a big book. It's like, oh, wait, this here is what we need to find. <laughs> <laughs> That has to happen at some point, but I don't think it would happen yet. Yeah, not quite yet. He doesn't know who, like, really who you are or where you live. But that will happen eventually. I want this. I go to the house. I get the key, the spare key. I imagine there's like a spare key somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, there's little key boxes. And then I uh, unlock the door, go in, 
it's very quiet and I stick on some music. Guess I watch TV until my parents get home and try and wind myself down a little bit. All right, so what music do you put on? A little bit of Kevin McClough <laughs> and the Lonely Hearts Band. Make a grit roll for me, please. Seven. All right, so it gets to about 10 o'clock and you're still sat in front of the TV. Can you take an adversity token, please? Oh, no, I'm going to get killed. Um, we go. You, you find yourself beginning to nod off. Your eyelids are heavy and you're just unable to wait up any longer. You've got the choice now as to whether you just pass out on the sofa or go to bed. I'm going to bed. Last time I slept on the sofa, it was horrible in the morning, like drooled all over the pillows. D, tell me about your evening. What do you do? Well, D doesn't quite have like a full library, but they've definitely got a few books. Mm -hmm. So they're probably going to look through those and see if they can't find any connection between acorns and humanoid type monsters (laughs) that can disappear. Okay, make a brains roll for me. Oh boy. I got a five. Do I need to improve that? You would. How much? I'll really have it for six. Okay. You start pouring through books, and when you begin, you're just like rifling through all the books that you've you've managed to borrow from the library. Obviously, your mind is focused on monsters Mm -hmm. and strange humanoid creatures, and you realise that one of the books that you have is uh, an encyclopedia of fantastic creatures, and you reckon that this is the book that you need to be looking at. Yeah. You thumb through it. Make a grit roll for me, please. Okay. Uh, That's four. Take an adversity token. You start thumbing through the book, but as is the case with with you quite often, this is a weighty book, you know, the kind of four or five hundred pages. You've started at A and you're starting to read and you don't even get past A before you find yourself nodding off and you, you drift off to sleep. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Can you make another grit roll for me, D? Oh, oh, that's now 20, baby. So that'll be a 28 total. You begin to dream and you find yourself in a dark space. Don't like starting in those. That's never a good sign. Looking around, you would say it feels like a cellar. Cool. Uh, is Is this a lucid dream? To an extent, yes. You are able to make choices in this dream okay um yeah so uh he's gonna look around uh do i see like a light switch or a dangling string you don't see anything of the sort the only thing that you do notice is a faint light around a door just around the outline of the door hey yeah i'm gonna approach it in this dream void it's a big, heavy wooden door. Are you going to? Yeah, well, it? I mean, it's a dream. I, D has yet to be like physically harmed in a dream. And usually they have some sort of prophetic message. So D is just embracing dream logic now. You go to open the door, it's locked. Can I? Dumb dream? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, D momentarily tries to like focus on the lock and like be like unlock and then tries the door again. Yeah, nothing happens. Make a grit roll for me. Okay. Mm, it's three. You can hear a faint sound from outside of the door. Can I look through the keyhole? There is no keyhole. Ah. Uh. You begin to feel around on the door, and on the bottom third of the door, you do come across a notch. You can see a small faint light glowing out of it. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll look through that. You peer through. You can't see very much. It's another very, very dimly lit room, 
and you can hear the sounds of it kind of sounds like footsteps it's a slightly irregular pattern so it's like very very slowly and you can see a figure in what you would probably determine to be a cloak you can only see the bottom of them so just their feet and you can see this figure moving around and it's approaching the door hmm. it edges closer so, and closer so first of all crap wizards <laughs> um, second of all uh is there anything in the room with me that might be a viable weapon? No. Um, summon the dream a... sword. Yeah, D, <laughs> D tries to summon uh, their Excalibur, Louis the Bat. You try. Make a grit roll for me. Difficulty of 79. Uh, no, that's a three. <laughs> Take an adversity token. Okay. Well, that was an easy adversity token. <laughs> so, summon the dream machine gun. D just puts up their mitts and like does that little neck pop thing. It's like, oh, I, let's just walk a wall. Time to punch another wizard. Okay, so are you stepping back from the door? Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm stepping back. I want to give myself at least like a, a good 10 feet. You can hear the sound coming closer and closer, and then it just stops. After a long moment, I think D's uh, just standing there with her. Fists up. Oh, wait, bud. <laughs> you just gonna stand out there and be creepy or what? Silence. Make me real uncomfortable. What do you want to do? <sighs> oh, just because I know that this is a dweeb. <laughs> It doesn't mean that I'm comfortable getting spooked. Uh, but okay, you know what? Worst case scenario, I wake up and cry a little bit. So, uh, do you just want to, like, still, still, like, keeping their hands up, like, ready to jump back? It's going to go over and try the door again. You try the door, it's still locked. Okay, well, you know what? This dream's getting real stupid. <laughs> D, D just, like, throws her hands up in the air. It's like, fine, I'll just hang out over here in the corner. There's no response. Just go lock me into a freaking womb all by my lonesome. Okay, real exciting dream. Guess what, bud? I've only been kidnapped once. You can dream kidnap me all you want. I'm going to wake up and be just fine. It almost sounds like there's nobody there. <laughs> are, are there any shadows blocking that faint light that came through the door? You can't see any, no. Uh, he's gonna duck down and look through that little notch again. The moment that you peer through the notch, all of a sudden, an eye... This is gonna be a jump scare completely black eye and mottled blue skin and you wake up with a start. Ah, oh, they did it again. Always with the freaking jump scares. Ah, I hate it. Um, okay. He's gonna start flipping through that book real quick and trying to find something with blue skin. <laughs> well, you wake up and you realize that sun is pouring through the window. It's a new day. Bad freaking dreams. Okay. Cool. What, what day is it? Do I got school? Oh, you have got school, yeah. Ugh, lame. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, do you still go start flipping through the book? This takes pertinence. Well, it's still fresh in their memory. Okay, so you you start... Uh, are you, is there any system to your searching? Uh, Spook out pictures? There are. They're kind of very sort of woodcutty type pictures. Oh, okay. Well, even so, I'm going to be looking, like, just doing a quick flip through just to see if I can't spot anything that, like, looks like it's wearing clothing of some sort, specifically robes. Make a brains roll for me. Uh, boo. 
Um, that's a one. I do have six adversity tokens, though. Yeah, I wouldn't waste them. Okay. Just as you're about to start thumbing through the book, you hear a bang on the door. Come on, D. You're going to be late. Ah, crap. Yeah, yeah, give me a sec. I'm, 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 I'm ready. <laughs> yeah, uh, just gonna throw on their their trousers. I'm trying to get out of the habit of saying pants, just because <laughs> I know I know that makes you giggle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it throws on their drawers and whatnot. Drops on their cap. Picks up that book and their notebook and their backpack. And heads out the door. Okay, no problem at all. So you head off out the door. You're going straight to school. Yeah. You make your way over to school. Alex. Hello, it's me. You have a fairly restful sleep. When you come downstairs, you find that your parents have already left for the day. They've left a note just to say to um, help yourself to food in the fridge. They should be back at about six o'clock tonight. This keeps happening. This keeps happening and it's driving me absolutely up the wall. What do you want to do? I sigh. I go get my breakfast. I have a little look, see if there's any mail for me. See if anyone from like back in London's wrote to me or anything. Has anyone wrote to me yet? There's nothing, no. Oh. Darn it. Playing the sad music theme, I then <laughs> opened the door. Um, I go get my bike from around the side of the house and then I bike towards work. Towards work? Not work. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. You I'm have in, a job? Mode again. We Wait, could use me... that. Money is nice. <laughs> ah, maybe, no, maybe I do have like a, do I have a paper round? No, I wouldn't. It's not, it's, t- it's too early for me to have a paper round in this town. Yeah. I don't know the people who would do the papers, do I? I imagine my parents at some point would be like, you need to get a job, get yourself a paper round. But for now. Um, I get on my bike and I go to school because school's better than work because you learn more. I just realized that D has a job. D does have a job. You're like a junkyard dog. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, Alex, see, you're the first person to arrive at school. You're a little bit earlier than D. D has a tendency to drag their feet a bit as well. I'm going to get away from any gutters or anywhere that I could fall into. <laughs> Like, that's my immediate (laughs) focus, initially. You make it to school. As you get to the school gate, you hear a voice. You! You, boy! Hello. There's a man coming towards you. No. (laughs) What does he look like? He's in his mid-50s, you would say. He's wearing a suit. Oh, no. It's the British Mafia. (laughs) I'm scared. (laughs) He looks a bit scruffy to you. Oh no, it is the British Mafia. This is that one bartender that hates D, is it? No, he's off with his uh, magician's assistant. Sorry, I got sidetracked. Uh, So yeah, the man comes (laughs) barreling towards you. And despite looking, you know, not the beefiest beefcake on the block, he grabs you by the shoulders and begins to shake you. What have you done with her? Where is she? Uh, I know you were uh, with her. Who? What? What? What are you, who are you talking about? Jessica! Where's my little girl? Um, uh, can I roll to sort of get up, like, because I, I, I don't like being held like this, so can I roll to sort of, like, pull myself away quickly? Make a brawn roll for me, because you're pulling oh. away rather than... Great, my my worst stat. Wonderful. Boom. That's a one. I am screwed. I struggle, but I'm sort of just like absolutely not happy with this current situation. I'm saying, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know where she is. I, I That isn't good enough. The girls told me that you went to see her. You go to see her and she's gone. I thought she was going to be with her friend. She said that she was going to meet, meet up with everyone at uh, Microsoft Park. Make a charm roll for I, me, please. Ah, there we go. That's more like it. That's more like it. Gosh darn it. <laughs> Gosh. The, Take an adversity token. This is what happens when I'm, I'm panicking. I can't do anything when I'm panicking. It's not cool. Uh, I, I'm just blurbing. 
you desperately look around and you can see that people have stopped to see what all the commotion is. This is the second day in a row I've been embarrassed in front of the school. <laughs> As this is occurring, Dee arrives at school. Dee, you see the kid that you were with yesterday uh, being accosted. Yeah, alright. Clearly, this kid's in desperate need of someone saving them. Um... So yeah, uh, the drops our bike and I said like, oh wait, knock it off. What's going on over here? Make a charm roll, please. Ooh, I'm bad at those now. <laughs> but yeah, three. I'm gonna die. I do have six adversity tokens. The man looks over at you and says, Keep out of this. You're like, no, I'm not going to keep out of this. You don't get to just go around and pick up little losers and shake them around and whatnot. As you're beginning your tirade, you suddenly hear a voice that says, Patrick, what on earth are you doing? And as you both turn, you can see the head teacher, Mrs. Farnsworth, coming down the steps. She's accompanied by a policeman. D, during yeah. your investigations after the purge pageant, one of the unusual things to have happened is a few staffing changes at the school. So you mm. already know about Erin. Yeah. Um, Mrs. Farnsworth is now the head teacher of the school. In fact, she has always been the head teacher of the school to everybody else's knowledge. Mm. Can you make a brains roll for me? I am making a brains roll. I am slightly better at those now, and I'm going to prove it one of these days. Not today. That's a four. Take an adversity token. This is this has been a bit of a bone of contention for you for the last few weeks, because every time you see Mrs. Farnsworth, you can't help but think you've seen her before, but you just... Every time you... Every time you think you've got it you, you you just can't figure it out mm. but from your experience of her and this is both you and alex she strikes you as a pretty good head teacher she's firm but fair you wouldn't want to be best friends with her as teachers go she's all right i suppose but right this minute she has pulled alex away from the man and she says patrick calm down and he looks over at the woman and, and says how am i supposed to be calm she's been gone for well over 12 hours now this boy knows something he I did reported this. it to the police and um, i reported it to Mrs. the police the policeman who's accompanied mrs farnsworth leans in and says ah oh, so um that was you was it you're the young man yes mrs farnsworth once again turns to this man patrick and she says Look, Patrick, just think for a moment. He's a boy. If he kidnapped your daughter, why would he be coming back to school? You can see that the man is beginning to mull it over and he's slowly but surely beginning to break. And he says, but I've got to find her. If I can't find her, it doesn't bear thinking about. He looks over at you this time, Alex, and he says, look, did you see her? The the girls, her friends, they they said you were going to meet with her. Where is she? You must know something. I saw her in Microsoft Plaza. That was the last thing I saw of her. I told the police everything. Well, there must be something, anything that you've forgotten. Come on, just think. It, I'm sorry, I don't know. I'm sorry. Mrs. Farnsworth looks over at the man. And she says, look, Patrick, come with me. We'll, we'll have a cup of tea. I, I know this, this is very difficult for you. Alex, get to class, please. Yeah, yes, yes, ma'am. Dee, make a grip roll. Okay. 17. You notice, as this conversation is taking place, the policeman has moved towards you towards me yeah he leans over into your ear and says we know you were there as well sunshine the inspector looked into it 
we're going to need to talk. Follow me. Um, <sighs> he heads off in the direction of the school. <sighs> well, uh, yeah, no, like, they just recognize me by the line of sight. Okay. <laughs> that means they'll probably just come to my house if I run. I'm not going back to living in the damn junkyard. <laughs> As Dee follows the policeman into the school, we're going to slowly roll the credits there for the evening, I think. So, how's that? Good, I think, yeah. I think it's pretty solid. There's a bit of a stylistic change going on here, and I think I quite like it. How do you, what do you what, what, by, 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 by that, what do you mean, sir? It's just, a, it's all gone a little bit. It feels bit, more 80s. It, it feels a little bit procedural. Interesting. So, but we'll have to see where it goes. All right, then. So we better do our sign off. Sean, would you like to uh, promote anything this evening? Oh, God. Um, I'm going to be taking part in Spider Day as a YouTube. Yeah, we are. Do you want to yeah, tell? Do you are. want to tell the, the the masses about Spider Day? I do. I want to tell them about Holes Man. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Um. So, last year, um, the the wonderful Joel Ruiz of Critical Bits, they put on one of the most ambitious role playing projects known to humanity, uh, which was Spider Day, in which God knows how many role-playing people came together and they fought multiple legs of a giant spider. And on top of that, a bunch of live shows were done that over the course of a weekend to raise money. And we raised quite a bit of money, if I remember correctly. Uh, and you did Case of the Glassjaw Nazi yes, that did. year, where I played a bloke who liked honey a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and this year I'm going to be doing a special one-off session of Omen as well, we which you might be in, Jimmy, maybe. Ooh. Oh, I'd be totally down for a bit of Omen. Yeah, it's going to have types of horrific creature in it, which I cannot spoil right now. Okay. But they're going to make your skin crawl and your teeth hurt. Can I Can I bring back my character that I've completely Absolutely. forgotten the name Absolutely. of? Absolutely. Yes, yes, you can bring bring them back. Absolutely. I would be very pleased if you did that. Amazing. Um, I think Just don't it kill makes him sense off. to bring them back. I won't. I, I want, want to be a recurring character. Well, I want every. I like the fact that everyone has recurring characters and they just come back for random things. I kind of like it. Amazing. All right, yeah, so so watch this space. Spider Day is coming very, very soon. I don't know if this show will be out by the time that it happens, but I'm off to Pod UK 2020. Um, and I'm Jealous. really looking forward to meeting some podcast fans and some Brits on Bikes listeners and some other podcasters. So if it hasn't happened yet, do come and find me. I now have stickers, Brits on Bikes stickers, and I'm be more than delighted to to pass them on to you. Look, look at them all. They're massive. Yeah, everybody on our podcast can see them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway. They're so beautiful. Come and find me if you can. And if not, you're always welcome to follow me at Jimmy underscore Sprinkles. That's two S's at the end. Or at the show's uh, Twitter, which is at Brits underscore Bikes. And as always, we also have a Discord and we'd love it for you to join. And where can people follow you, Eve? Oh, uh... At Copper Harpy, that's Copper as in the battle, Harpy as in the bird monster. I'm on there, usually talking a lot about crushing capitalism and hierarchies, and, you know, the trans stuff and just various, like, just garbage posting about, Rosebud. you know, uh, I hate Citizen King and it's, it's a dumb movie. <laughs> <laughs> anyways before i go off on a tangent about that okay well we'll wrap things up there then so thank you once again dear listeners for joining us on our adventures we'll be back very very soon with another episode of grits on bikes so from sean it's dosvidanya and from eve it's Pick us out. And from me, Jimmy Sprinkles, saying keep on biking. Bye-bye. Brits on Bikes is steered by the Kids on Bikes RPG. 
by Doug Lewandowski and Jonathan Gilmore. For more information on the game, visit renegadegamestudios.com. Brits on Bikes featured Eve Smith as D, Sean Oxpring as Alex, and Jimmy Sprinkles as the GM. To keep up with all the latest B.O.B. news, you can follow us on Twitter, at Brits underscore Bikes. To unlock exclusive B.O.B. content, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Brits on Bikes. Help us share Alex and Dee's adventures by reviewing us on iTunes, Podchaser, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And remember, keep on biking. where the Chatfield sisters try and get their very shy sister Shelley's opinions on a variety of silly topics. We weigh the pros and cons and laugh along the way. And Shelley likes it. Right, Shelley? I just do my best to try and have an opinion on anything, but it's very hard. Look for new episodes every Tuesday on ShelleyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y hasopinions.com. Join the Shelly gang. Goodbye. Goodbye. See ya.